It's the show the establishment warned you about. And welcome back to the Dr. Tommy Show brought to you by Atlas MD. Atlas MD is your membership medicine software for direct primary care concierge medicine. It helps you streamline your communication with your patients and it also helps you to do billing and messaging and credit card processing all under one easy to obtain online format. Go to atlas.md to see more about Atlas MD. And also go to um, S no go to drtommyshow.com and click on special offer for Atlas MD. Fill out the form there and you can get Atlas MD for free for 60 days. Six hundred dollar value. That's a lot of money. Six hundred dollars? For what? Sixty days free of Atlas MD is six hundred dollars. Oh, oh. Yeah. Pull your mic back. Oh. Like that way. I wasn't a daze there. I wasn't listening to you. Sorry. I am Dr. Tommy McRoy, and this is Tracy. Good morning. And the Dr. Tommy Show is the new, or drtommyshow.com is the new URL for what used to be askdrtommy.com. And then drtommy.com is the new URL for, for Echelon Health, but you can still use echelon-health.com to get there, but... If you want to make it easy, go to drtommy.com to get to Echelon Health, which is a concierge medicine practice in Tampa. And if you want to get to the Dr. Tommy uh, portion of the website, which is the media portion, go to drtommyshow.com. I noticed you changed the opening. And then the opening is uh, a new opening, which features you myself. You look like you just were released from prison. Actually, back it in the like old you days, just, you just broke out of prison. In the, when they were in the 30s. Mm-hmm. And they were, I was doing the podcast back in the speakeasies under the um, radar of the FBI. And then they busted in and bust up the piano music and they brought me in, but then I busted back out and now I'm here. And now you're here. And now you're I'm here. As a doctor. Now I'm here to bring you the news. And the news today is from tampabay.com and it's from May 29th, 2018. Lawyer, Florida governor should end medical marijuana appeal attorney john morgan speaks during a press conference thursday tuesday at his law office in orlando morgan called on governor rick scott to drop the state's smokable medical marijuana appeal calling it quote playing with political wildfire after a florida judge recently ruled that the state's ban on smokable medical marijuana was unconstitutional did you hear about that not until i read about it this morning so when they did the medical marijuana thing Two years ago, they said that you could use medical marijuana, but only if it was um, edible or if it was, um, what do they call it, when you vaporize it, mm-hmm. but you couldn't smoke it. What makes a difference? Exactly. What makes a difference? So then a federal Leon County Circuit Court judge, Karen Gevers, Gevers I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, ruled on May 25th that the state's ban on smokable medical marijuana is unconstitutional. Voters approved a constitutional amendment allowing the use of medical marijuana. Morgan and two women with terminal illnesses argued that because the amendment's language only mentions not smoking in public, users should be allowed to smoke in private. So apparently there was some language in there that says, uh, you can do medical marijuana, but you can't smoke it in, pro- in, in public. And then they, or the the legis- or the the, uh, the Florida, I guess, statute interpreted that to say that you can only use non-smokable marijuana. In public? No. Just, um, in general. In Medical general. marijuana was allowable, only as a non-smokable variety. 
Okay. And so that's why John Morgan is trying to convince Governor Scott not to appeal this. So they, what about the whole public thing? What is so, so, that again? So, okay. Voters approved a constitutional amendment in 2016 allowing the use of medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. Morgan and two women with terminal illnesses argued that because the amendment's language only mentions not smoking in public, okay. public users should be allowed to smoke in private. Okay. So basically what happened was when you have the amendment passed, the constitutional amendment, say, let's say there's a constitutional amendment that says in Florida that you should only be allowed to eat Thanksgiving chicken or turkey on Thanksgiving, not ham. Mm-hmm. And then the the state has to then make a law that says that. So that's mm-hmm. just the constitutional amendment, but the state has to actually write a statute. So the statute may say uh, there's no uh, turkey allowed on Thanksgiving, and then uh, Publix will stop selling turkeys. Uh, then they could say the law that says that publics must stop selling turkeys during this week. And then a judge could say, well, that's unconstitutional. The amendment didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Amendment just said no turkey on Thanksgiving. Didn't say it. publics couldn't sell turkey because people may buy turkey that week for something else. Mm-hmm. They may buy turkey that week to save. So I guess that's why they Yeah, well, had to it's, go clearly, with- it's up to the person. Why Why do we care? Now, I know that there are the people that um, use marijuana. A lot of people don't like to inhale it. They don't like to smoke it. But yeah. isn't that up to them? Yeah, isn't it up to them? And isn't it up to... Uh, they want to inhale it in their lungs or not or eat it in a candy or a brownie or a cookie or whatever? It'd be interesting to see who the, the powers that be were behind that mm-hmm. that little nuance of the law that says it's not allowed to be smoked, only vaporized. I wonder who would benefit from that. The vaporization companies probably. Right, that's what... Yeah. Maybe these, these people that sell these pens may benefit from that. It's just the thing is when you hear the... Well, some laws been passed or this, that, or the other. And on the, on the surface, it may sound like reasonable. It may sound unreasonable. But you always say, well, who, who benefits from this? Yes. And then you always have to say, well, who is the financial interest behind this? Exactly. So who's the financial interest? To, just like I think if they ever try to pass a law here in Florida that says that medical mar- uh, that marijuana, recreational, is legal, I think the proponents for that will be whoever they are. But the opponents for that, guess who I think it will be? Who? Who do you think? Wait, wait, what was your question again? If if some if they try to pass recreational marijuana here, say look, let's say look, you can have a gram of marijuana mm-hmm. for personal use, mm-hmm. um, and do whatever you want with it mm-hmm. in Florida now. Right now, you have to have a medical reason and a medical whatever, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and get it from a medical provider. But what mm-hmm. if they said in Florida, look, we want to pass a law that says anybody can have it mm-hmm. under this amount. Smoke it up, do whatever you want to do with it, eat it, save it, mm-hmm. whatever you well, want to do. To get it legally or illegally? Legally. Legally, legally okay. recreational marijuana. Who okay. do you think would be against that in Florida or anywhere? Um, if you have a medical marijuana already established. Well, I guess probably the pharmaceutical company, right? Because they want you to take their drugs instead. Well, yeah. The people who, I think the people who, this may not be happening here, but my guess would be medical marijuana people would be against that. The people oh, who well, yeah, sell medical marijuana. Too. That's true, too. Or who, who are otherwise involved with the procurement of medical marijuana now would be like, hey, wait, wait, we can't have recreational. Mm-hmm. We get, we got to just have it our way. Because I right. saw this thing before. They used to have this TV show of this uh, recreational or no, medical marijuana out in California. I think it's legal there for recreation now, isn't it? I don't even know. In Colorado? Cal- California. Cal- oh, I don't know about don't know. that. Whatever Colorado, it is. though, it is, right? Yeah, Colorado is, I think, Oregon. I don't know about California. Well, anyway, there was a there was a show out in California where there's this guy, and uh, he was in charge of this uh, medical marijuana facility, 
and they were doing business like they're killing it. People were lined up around the doors. And the and back and out there in California, if I'm not mistaken, you could get it wasn't a strict here. So you could get it was called like a referral or whatever. And a doctor just writes a note that says, Hey, you should have medical marijuana because uh your back pain. Or you should have medical marijuana because of whatever. It didn't have to be very specific like here. There's certain drug mm. certain diseases it has to be under. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they were talking to him. He's like, well, I don't believe in recreational marijuana. I don't think anyone should be able to just come in and smoke marijuana or get it wherever. It it definitely should be controlled. So that's what you call rent-seeking. Right. It's where people utilize the government to make regulations that make it good for them Mm business-wise. So this guy's a hypocrite, basically, Mm -hmm. because he's... He's a guy saying, look, you should allow medical marijuana for people, mm-hmm. but only medical marijuana because mm-hmm. it hurts my bottom line if you allow recreational. Right. I think that well, guy's just, a hypocrite. It happens all, t- all types of um, items, you know. Um, for instance, the patient that is going to Kansas City, mm-hmm. I had to make sure that her compounded drugs, that she had them before she left. Because they don't allow it out there. They don't allow it to be, um, they don't allow the patient to get it from a compounding pharmacy because it can be um, purchased at Walgreens. Commercially. Or, yes. They, they, can, they want to force CBS, them to buy the commercial com- product. Yes. The so, commercially prepared product. That's right. The mass prepared Pfizer or whoever big drug company endorsed product. Exactly. So the compounding pharmacies are not allowed to make it if the commercial pharmacies make it. How right. is that fair? You know, I don't know. I don't think it is fair, but I think a lot of people, when they hear that, that's what I was saying, whenever you hear these, these laws and you have to think, well, who benefits from that? Mm-hmm. The people who say, who made that law will say, well, the people who benefit, well, we're making sure that it's safe or something. They would, they'd make up some reason. But we know the bottom line. <laughs> Usually. 99 out of 100, that's when. If you're in Florida, and I don't know where you're listening, but if you happen to be in Florida, take note. Heavy rains increased toad activity around Tampa Bay area. This is in Tampa Bay specific. This is from 970wfla.iheart.com. This is posted by John Conrad. It says, uh, wildlife experts are warning pet owners to be on the lookout as heavy rainfall can increase poisonous toad activity. The toads burrow underground during dry periods, but wet conditions brought on by storms like Alberto prompt them to reproduce and lay eggs in any freshwater they can find. Cane toads excrete a milky poison from their back, which is potent enough to kill small animals like cats or dogs if they ingest it. I think that happened to Nancy and Joe's dog. That's sad. I it might have, I don't remember if it did become deathly. Uh, it was very ill. Mm-hmm. Can't remember if it passed away from it or not. Mm, but sad. and it was from a toad. If your pet a comes dog. in contact with a toad, you should take them to a veterinarian immediately. You could take them to see Dr. Moses in uh, Madison this week. Yes, at, at uh, Point Pet. Health Point. Pet Point. Pet Point Animal Hospital in Lutz. Yeah. For more Florida news, why Dan Mullen wanted the Florida Gators in USF football series. This is from uh, Matt Baker, Times staff reporter. This is from May 30th. There are obvious reasons why the recently announced three-game series between Florida and FSU makes sense for the Bulls. So Florida and FSU are going to play in 2023. 2022 and 2025. They plan that far out? Yeah. Five years out? Five years. You know what? When I was in school, I graduated in 2010. No, sorry. I graduated in 2000 from UF. And I remember they came out when I was still in school with a a schedule that was for 2009 and 2010. And you graduated in 2000? In 2000. And it was for the 
Gators at that point to play um, Miami, I think it was. And I remember thinking the same thing. It's like, man, 2010, God, that's that's so long in the future. I mean, we'll be flying cars by then. Mm-hmm. Nope. So it's, it's be around the corner before you know it. That's true, but still to plan it so far out. I mean, I guess they have to do that. They have to make arrangements um, in advance, but nine, ten years out mm. seems a little bit much. It's a fun game for the state of Florida. Florida coach Mullen said, the opportunity to play in an NFL stadium is huge, and a lot of our players are local guys that live within a five-mile radius of us. Their parents are going to come and watch so well, then, I guess it will be fun for them to come play in a an, um, an NFL stadium, right? Mm-hmm. And then here's the other thing: um, USF gets to play a big name in power in state Power Five opponent that will that will boost its resume, bring in a huge crowd to Raymond James Stadium, and net seventeen hundred and fifty thousand for trips to Gainesville in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty five. So Florida's or USF Bulls from Tampa are going to travel to Gainesville to play the Gators in 2022. No, sorry. They're going to travel to Gainesville in 2022. Okay. And then 2023, Florida's going to come down to Raymond James Stadium. And then in 2025, USF's going back up there. And I guess they're taking 2024. They're not going to play that year. Okay. That'll be fun. Yeah, maybe we can actually go. Mm-hmm. Yep. By then, maybe you'll be a season pass holder. By then, yeah. Again. By then, we'll have uh, maybe season passes. You read this, I didn't read it. This is from the Telegraph, May twenty seventh. Knives are too sharp, and filing them down is the solution to soaring violent crime. Judge, this says. almost seems like a joke. <laughs> a judge. And this is in uh, Luton Crown Court. Judge Nick Madge. So this is across the pond. Um, Way across the pond. A judge has proposed a nationwide program to file down the points of kitchen knives as a solution to the country's soaring knife crime epidemic. All right, so for those of you at home who are scoring this and want to ban guns, specific guns to prevent school shootings and other things, this is what you have in store. Uh, When you ban guns, then you're going to have to later come across and ban knives or at least file the points down. Luton County Court Judge Judge Nick Madge said that he was concerned that carrying a knife has become routine in some circles. Judge Madge told the simple judges, barristers, and court staff, these offenses often seem motiveless. One boy was stabbed because he had an argument a couple of years before at his junior, high, his junior school. Uh, he said laws designed to reduce the availability of weapons to young would-be offen- what, to young would-be offenders had almost no effect since the vast majority had merely taken knives from a cutlery drawer. Mm-hmm. A few of the blades carried by users so-called Rambo knives or samurai swords. They were a very small minority. The reason these measures have little effect is that the vast majority of knives carried by users are ordinary kitchen knives. Each kitchen contains lethal knives, which are potential murder weapons. So this guy's, this is, this is what, this is what you people who believe in uh, government being able to solve cultural problems with laws which is what killings are Mm -hmm. killings are at the base of it a cultural problem there's a reason for whatever reason deranged sick individuals Mm -hmm. cultural and societal problem and a government problem because the government in many cases allows these types of people to be out and about whether they be mentally ill or whether it be through school uh, diversion programs where uh, violent or where criminal behavior by students is 
uh, not reported as criminal behavior because you don't want to uh, mm-hmm. derail them on their path to becoming the next uh, you know upstanding member of society. So those people later return and shoot up schools. So this is if you believe um, that government regulations and laws can solve the problem of a, a violent culture, of a culture that is in many ways immoral, in many ways uh, um, bankrupt of any type of uh, what we call uh, values, traditional values. This is what happens is you come to a point in the future where your your local law and law individuals or administrators or whatever are, are telling you now to file down the points of your kitchen knives. A, a patient said this to me this morning. He said, you give someone your thumb, they'll want your hand. You give someone your hand, they'll want your arm. And it's true. If you allow the government to take your guns, now they want your knives. Then what? Baseball bats? Your your kids' baseball bats? What about your golf clubs? Mm-hmm. You know, when will it end? When does it end? It doesn't end. That's the problem is people, I think, have this, this sense that the government has good intentions, A, and that if the government program has good intentions, then it doesn't matter what the outcome is. As long as the intentions were good, program's cool. Poverty rewards, for example. Food stamps. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. The good intentions of the uh, USDA food stamp program was to give people a helping hand when they hit times of trouble and uh, allow them to feed their children mm-hmm. and themselves. Okay. Right. That's the good intentions of the food stamp program. What is the outcome of the food stamp program? Uh, same am- amount of people who were in poverty when the war on poverty began in the 60s, percentage-wise, are in poverty now. Mm-hmm. Greater number, same percentage. Country's grown, percentage is the same. Therefore, you have a greater number. Same percentage. What's happened in the meantime? Uh, most people who still get transient care from you know missing a job from here or there, Use, use the program and get off of it. That's the mm-hmm. same. And then the same amount of people who use it as a means to an end for every day of their life for their, for their generations mm-hmm. continue to do that. That's right. And so what was the benefit of that? No, no, there's no benefit. Right. They're not doing better. They're not, they're uh, using their, they have money now or they have food stamp money to buy their food and they should be saving that money that they would normally buy for food to get on their own or buy a home or yeah. maybe their own vehicle, put clothes on their children's back, pay for medical care. But instead they use it for entertainment. And so that's the thing is, is so that's what you and I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what we believe. Well, that's the problem when you start to interject your values into a government program because people can do whatever they want with their money. If they want to spend every dime they have and live on the street, I think that's a bad idea. I think that people shouldn't do that. If you want to do that, though, that is, it does nothing to me. Mm-hmm. It does it nothing does, to me. It as long as it doesn't affect As long as you're right. not trying to sleep in my yard or, or rob me and get my money. Mm-hmm. And because you don't, that's fine with me. You do whatever you want. But see, what happens is people say, well, you know what? It shouldn't be that way. So we should have the government through confiscatory taxes, take money from all of us. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have this feel good program called the war on poverty. And we're going to solve the war on poverty. or We're going to win the war on poverty yet year after year, after year, decade after decade, trillions of dollars after trillions of dollars, nothing happens. People become the same. They stay the same essentially. And if anything, you probably do more damage than good. 
I, I think so. I mean, there's probably people out there that have, and I know this has happened. This is obviously it's not the case that everyone stays on it forever, but there are people who've had a bad time. They get some assistance and then they move on. Okay. That's fine. That same assistance could have been had at a much cheaper cost through a local, if you want it, state program mm-hmm. or through a private charity. The idea that you have this federal, federal um, program to help poor people in Tampa administered through some uh, federal program in Washington, D.C. is crazy. That's as, as crazy as this judge in um, Great Britain wanting to file down the edges of kitchen knives in order to solve the problem of people stabbing each other. Yes, let's. that's not going to work. Seriously, People you are stabbing each other. Yeah, what, we need to figure out what the problem is with the people. You know, when I was in residency, one of our attendings, we went through this practice management thing, and uh, we were talking about the thing that you should always figure out if you're trying to figure out a problem is the root cause. The root mm-hmm. cause. What is the root cause? So we did this. Um, we did these scenarios where we go by, and we we had like you know ten residents or eight residents, I can't remember. And we proposed a scenario, and then we went around and we said, "Look, this is a this is a scenario." And he brought up scenarios that happened actually to him, okay, in in his real practice. And he said, "Look, this is the problem." How do because it was about practice management. He said, "What is the root cause? Let's figure out what the root cause is to solve this problem." So let's say that there was a problem with someone stealing money up front, and you could say, "Well, what we'll do from then is we'll make people, uh, we'll, we'll do a video camera of people so that they're not stealing money." Oh well, then what happens if they, then they do that? They, they take the money off camera, or what happens now with your credit cards? You can easily steal credit cards. What happens if they don't steal the money now? They steal the money later. So his idea was, look. So the camera is not going to be a solution because that's not the root cause. You have to get back down to the, what the root cause is, is why you have someone who's stealing money mm-hmm. working for you, basically. And what can you do to prevent that? And that's what we have to figure out is what is the root cause of people violently killing other people? Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're going to have some type of uh, one answer. Right. But be, the answer is not kitchen knives. It's definitely not kitchen knives. So look in the home first. And I doubt this what's judge went through that What's going exercise. on in the home this from a ju- young age? Yeah. Same thing with these people that kill here. Um, I know, I really do. I know, I know. A lot of people probably don't uh, agree with this, but I do think um, video games are part of it. The parents are both work. You know, parents are both working, look, or they're not in the home, and the the child is home playing these video games where they're killing each other. Well, their their minds are and- their minds are very immature at that point. Mm-hmm. So immature that you know that, um, for instance. I don't know. There'll be times when we're talking to Kaylee and we'll say something and she'll take it very literally. Right. When we mean it figuratively mm-hmm. or, or we're joking and she takes it literally. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah, you're right. So a mind. So then you take this young mind that's forming, still not able to process everything the way an adult would be and show them a video game of a lot of people getting killed. So yeah, that's obviously right. that television, you know, the crime, you know, killing on television. I think those are things that contribute to how a child, you know, turns out how they grow up, what their mentality is like, their compassion, their the respect ma- for each other. The main thing that makes children, you know, grow up to be violent adults, aside from the fact that, um, you know, take out the, take out the sociopaths. Let's mm-hmm. say, look, there, look, there's going to be a certain percentage of sociopaths, mm-hmm. call them the mentally ill that are killers. Okay. Those people just have to be found uh, before they do something right. and somehow isolated or helped or not helped or whatever the case is, protect yourself from them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take out those. So take normal people then, those mm-hmm. quote unquote normal people. 
the number one reason that kids are the way they are, if if they turn out bad, is they weren't raised right. Mm-hmm. They, for whatever reason, they did not get a proper upbringing. Now you could say, well, that's not the fault of the parent. Parent had to work two jobs. Whatever. I'm not saying I'm not saying there's fault, but I'm saying if you want to find root causes. Mm-hmm. Before you go file off your kitchen knife points and think that you're going to have solved a problem, don't forget that your little uh, crazy kid down the hall that was raised around a bunch of uh, abusive boyfriends or abusive girlfriends, mm-hmm. and and you never really paid attention to them when you were raising them, and, and they were mm-hmm. raised on violent video games. Don't forget that those uh, doled off kitchen knives aren't going to be the answer to it if he starts using a Garrett. Right. And, then and, you got to start making people wear loafers all the time and no shoelaces. No high heels. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can still, you can be a great parent, have, you know, great mom and dad in the home and, and still end up with a bad seed. That yeah, can happen. That obviously can happen as well. But it takes, um, it, to be a parent, it's a hard job. It's a hard job. Especially and when he, both mom and dad need to work nowadays. And it's not made easier. Yeah, exactly. When the government takes away so much of your money mm-hmm. that you are either forced to go on assistance because you can't afford to pay the damn rent or work several jobs because you pay so much damn taxes or to cover the, or, or insurance mm-hmm. premiums because of the government. Mm-hmm. So here we are. The government screws up so much stuff. And yet I still think, unfortunately, that there is this misconception and i think i have it as one of my things on one of my profiles somewhere but there's this misconception that the government does good a lot of the time that the government is 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 in most cases pretty smart government in most cases dumb most cases do things wrong they screw things up not because they have bad intentions but because of the way that government is structured it would be like if i said okay I want to have a committee of, uh, let's say, we're going to cook dinner tonight. I'm going to have a committee of 12 people cook dinner tonight. That's the wrong way to do it. <laughs> yes. It will take too long. You'll end up with overpriced meal, mm-hmm. and it's just not the way to do it. Just like me and you seeing patients, the way for us to do that is not to have some government-approved medical care program that they prepay into then come here and then we do a bunch of different codes and then get paid 90 days later. And then we have so much overhead that we have to have thousands and thousands of patients just to survive. That's not the way to do healthcare. No, no more than it takes 12 people to figure out what to have for dinner. It does not take the federal government to figure out what to do uh, for your healthcare. And so I, Oh, here is oh, that's something else. I put. Anyway, I said the greatest risk for being wrong on healthcare policy is being an intellectual. The second greatest is being a politician. But the other thing I think is that um, people have a unfounded belief in the competency of government. That's the other thing. Yes, I think that's right. And if we can fight back against that, if we can fight back against this reflexive nature to automatically trust whatever your government tells you, not because we're anarchists, not because we are uh, hate the government, which which uh, the people that are pro government like to say is like, oh, you hate government. No. Government, and it's it is is at best, is taking all of those things that you and I cannot do for ourselves easily, and giving them the power, them being the government, to do do those things on our behalf. So mm-hmm. you and I cannot easily protect ourselves at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be easier to have a a government do that through a local police. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, you and I can both find things to eat tonight. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you and I can both figure out where to find a doctor in this in this country that we have lots of doctors and have figure out how to pay them without the government telling us to do that. Right. Absolutely. I don't know. I think that's it. So if you're in Florida, uh, be careful. The rain, torrential rains are still coming. And uh, if you're throughout listening throughout the country or the world, we thank you. We have a bunch of new subscribers on YouTube. So if you're hearing this on YouTube, or watching this on YouTube, thank you for joining us. If you're listening to it on delay on SoundCloud or iTunes, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to click to subscribe wherever you're subscribing and then also hit the bell for notifications, particularly on YouTube. Uh, Song of the week is Mr. Muddy Waters. And this is with Johnny Winter. This is from, I think this is from Hard Again. Muddy Waters uh, re-recorded some of his old chess records classics. And this is Muddy Waters and uh, Johnny Winter and, and friends playing Manish Boy. Uh, go to drtommyshow.com for more Dr. Tommy Show. Go to drtommy.com and come and say hi to us in Tampa for concierge medicine. Until next time, bye-bye.